0: Well,
1: good afternoon, and welcome to episode 306 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is Wednesday, April 7th, 2021. It's Wednesday, that means it's the beginning of a whole new week of The Other Ground Live. Uh, I had the last three days off, enjoyed them immensely, <laughs> uh, mostly because they coincide with my actual days off as well. So, which went well. The last, my last couple of weekends have went well, actually. Well, my version of uh, weekends you know uh as as you guys know, I get Mondays and Tuesdays off from my uh, other job, that bullshit one you know not not my real job here, obviously um, and they went well once uh uh well, we tried the the Mexican place that we uh, tried uh, last week again, and it was delicious once again um, weather was really beautiful the last couple of day two or three days, like today, the high is like eighty one. In April, 81. It was in the uh, 70s yesterday. Uh, it's ridiculous. Monday was uh, was like in the 50s. The beginning beginning of the day was rainy, but it ended up uh, being nice for the part uh, latter part of the day. Actually, I think it was in the low 60s. And this is April, and this is Michigan. This is kind of unheard of weather. Uh, Prophet TB Joshua said 118 there. Holy crap. I'm assuming you're like in Arizona or New Mexico or you know, like one of those uh, states maybe Vegas. I don't know if Vegas is that hot this early in the year. But this is, yeah, definitely not weather you see in Michigan. And we're enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, Got out and about on the outside, rode up to the bar, had lunch. It was was just a good couple days off. Bought my wife a whole bunch of roses. Oh, that part went kind of sucky. Uh, I had intended to have some roses delivered to my wife's work, uh, which is also my work, by the way, uh, on Sunday. Uh, and I set it all up, i uh, thought just woke up in the morning and decided to do it. Uh, you realize it's a holiday, but not where we work at. Um, so I looked into it and they had same day delivery. That was no problem at all. So you guys tell me if you think this is a, a sufficient reason to fuck it all up. Um, I placed the order at 7am and got a confirmation back, you know, uh, that the afforded the delivery at 7am. And that was last I thought of it. Uh, I had a problem one o'clock. Uh, I happened to check my emails and I had an email from them at 7:45 saying that they needed to con, you know, confirm the recipient, uh, that it was, if it was an employee of uh, the business that I'd given them, uh, but it also gave me no way to contact them. So I called up the, the helpline for the flowers FTD. I think it is, you know, one of those nationwide ones and got a hold of some lady and I explained what was going on? And she said, "Okay, no problem." So she got hold of the. Uh, she said she put me on hold. She got a hold of the flower shop, confirmed the information, came back on, said, "Yeah, everything's fine," uh, and uh, that it was still going to be delivered today. Well, I went home at three o'clock. The wife's there until seven thirty. The business uh, flower business say they deliver to the businesses until six o'clock. So, like around five forty or so, when uh, there is no indication that my wife had gotten surprise flowers, I gave the place another call. And, you know, and got the help service again. And they said, oh, well, you know, it said it was supposed to be delivered. Uh, you know, uh, if it doesn't get delivered, you know, we can always send it to, to a different address the next, this, you know, the address the next day or a different address. Uh, just call us and let us know when it isn't delivered. I mean, like I said, you mean in 15 minutes? Because by this point, it was 545. I go, so you want me to just call you back in 15 minutes when it doesn't get delivered? Is that what you're saying? She And she goes, well, no, let me go ahead and take your information now. So which is not what I wanted it, you know, when you give a woman flowers, they like it to be a spectacle. I wanted all of her friends at work to see her getting flowers, you know, um, if I would have thought about it, I would have just told them to wait until next week and deliver it again, but I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it. I was just like, well, fine, fine. Just deliver it to my house the next day, which is what they did. And my wife was happy with the flowers, and all this good stuff. But like I said, I wanted to make it a little bit more special for her than just random flowers at her house. (laughs) But what are you going to do? Um, it was just so but my question to you is does that sound like a good customer service you know I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled with it I didn't throw a fit because what are you going to do it doesn't help you any uh but I felt like just because I missed a uh email at uh 45 minutes after I got the confirmation thing asking if they're if the recipient was an employee of the place I was delivering to uh because obviously that's what happened uh I didn't respond to that quickly enough, so despite what the national hotline was telling me, the local florists had already given up the ghost on it, and it just never got delivered that day. Uh, so I'm irritated that the national service told me that it was going to be when clearly it wasn't, but, you know, they were just trying to backpedal and make sure I didn't cancel the order entirely. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Should have taken it to Twitter. Yeah, that's why I should have taken it to Twitter. That yeah, uh, doesn't do any good. <laughs> And I've tried that a couple of times. It's uh, it's not worthwhile.
2: <clears throat>
1: so yeah, that was what I had going on. Um, uh, at work today is uh, still not really super busy, just because no matter how warm it is, uh, most of our members, like I work at a country club, uh, are not in Michigan right now. They're still in their their winter homes, so Florida or New Mexico
2: or Arizona or California. So it's, you know, still fairly, fairly boring.
1: Like my show. <laughs> All right. Why don't we go ahead and flip on over to uh, Twitter and see if they're speaking of Twitter. Uh, See if there's anything going on over there. As always, uh, you can call in to talk about what I'm talking about. You can call in to talk about what you want to talk about. You can put stuff into the chat box and I'll try to read it, but I'm really shitty at that. So don't get your hopes up. Um. As I've mentioned before, I follow mostly MMA people on Twitter, so that's what most of my stuff is. Now, there's something going on that I wish I was a smart person, or I wish I had smart people that could call in. I used to have smart people that called in, but smart people don't listen to this show, apparently. (laughs) No, I'm sure you guys are smart. I'm kidding. Uh, There's something new thing going on. It's NT... Let me see if I can't find it. NTDs? Is that... No, no it's about a it's some sort of like digital copyright code that you can assign to like any kind of digital product like art or music or like video game things just all kinds of stuff um and oh it's homeboy what's going on going on homeboy and i guess there's this big thing to be able to sell that uh like one of our one of like one of the reasons I know about it is because uh, Francis what's his name the heavyweight champion in UFC there was an article about him <coughs> making more money um selling the rights to a uh, digital rights to a couple pieces of artwork of him than he actually made uh, winning the heavyweight belt um God, maybe maybe I can find it on bloody elbow um I just can't I can't remember what this uh things are for it that's gonna be a week or two back excuse me sorry guys so you guys you guys know what I'm talking about
2: um I can't remember what it's called so I don't know how to look it up so to speak um
1: yeah I'm not gonna find it this way so uh, I'll move on uh, from that but uh the reason I bring it up is because on Twitter today I saw someone talking about um they were like here's a list of." artists that were doing this and you know uh they're and they're claiming the entire thing is a scam pyramid scheme sort of thing uh because like they're posted on twitter saying hey don't work with these artists because they did this yeah so which made me interested in it because when i heard about it with uh you know francis with the entire uh him getting paid more for the digital rights to some artwork of his uh of him rather someone else actually did it uh than he did for the. um i'm worth looking for uh than he did for actually winning the belt it, i didn't think anything of it i was like oh okay there's a new way to market your uh artwork or whatever uh so to see today that some people are calling it a scam i wish i knew someone that was more knowledgeable that could just explain it out to me like why they could why it's considered a scam and why you know i'd like to hear the views on both sides because it sounds interesting but i don't know fucking anything about it at all i really shouldn't even brought it up to you guys that's how little i know about it i'm I'm currently rolling to twitter uh uh, trying to see if i can you know spot the tweet that i was talking about but i don't remember who tweeted it so it's this is probably not going to work either Uh, on the other hand it's probably wasted at least two minutes so it does have something going for it (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna be able to find it um j called Negan called their tkl round three hey nice yeah no i got that one wrong uh i i said that <clears throat> there was a really good chance that uh francis was gonna knock him out and if he did it i you know I, let me rephrase that i said there was always the chance that francis was gonna knock him out and i figured if it happened it'd be in round two but i expected uh uh my boy uh stipe to uh <laughs> i said it wrong, to, uh, avoid that and just wear them out and and basically win a decision so i was wrong 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 uh uh, in my defense we haven't seen a lot of uh, francis since the last fight really i mean if you take all of his fights combined i think it was like 30 seconds 50 seconds 40 seconds a minute 20 seconds so you know that's not a lot of uh cage time for uh to get a good read on how if he's getting better or not uh, this was a lot better indicator, and clearly the answer is yes. He's gotten way better at a lot of shit, so good for him. He's got, he's got a great story too, so that's uh, always a fun one.
2: All right, let's swing back on over to Twitter. I've lost track of what I was looking for, so but we'll find something to talk about. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, did you guys see the little uh, semi-trailer
1: that came out for the new Go- Ghostbusters movie? That's Ghostbusters Af- Afterlife. That's going to be in the theaters this fall. It uh, showed Paul Rudd uh, encountering a whole bunch of, like, mini uh, Stay Puft men at the supermarket. And it looks it looks like fun. It looks like it's going to be a good uh, um, a good movie. Paul Rudd is, is great in almost anything he is, so him being in it is a good indicator that it will be good anyways homeboy said Francis destroys john jones
2: huh
1: yeah yeah i don't you know what i don't know i I would have to see what john jones looks like when he's you know uh ring ready because i know that they said he's gained a lot of weight i don't know how much he said he weighed something like 250 or something If, if if uh john jones is walking around at 250 like actual true mass not swollen up or anything like that uh i would give him pretty good chance against francis because clearly john's really skilled uh the only thing that i thought was going to hold him back against the heavyweights was that you know some of the really true big heavyweights would probably give him problems although classically speaking that's not really true the uh heavyweight division has for the most part has been uh ruled by the smaller heavyweights the ones that landed in like the 220 230 uh, realm um the the big boys traditionally speaking didn't do well of course there's exceptions to that like yell you know, carwin and lesnar and things like that but uh um when you think of the like the heavyweights like look at the randy Tour. he was super small for a heavyweight and he did rather well so i guess it doesn't really matter uh, but uh as far as the entire francis uh jones thing i think uh john might do pretty good if he's actually muscled up that much
3: what's going on there homeboy What's up, man? Um, No, uh, listen. What did John Jones do against Dominic Cruz and... Um, well... <laughs> Tiago uh, Santos. Thiago Santos. He ran from them. You know why? Because mm. he was afraid of their power. Mm. If he's afraid of their power, what the hell is he going to do against Francis and Ghana? That, well, that's a good point, but
1: <clears throat> I think... At that point, he might have had a valid reason to, to run from their power because he didn't have the power to respond to it. You know, like if he's carrying a lot more weight and a lot more muscle, okay. maybe maybe he'd be a little more confident about it. I don't know. I mean that's question a good point to make. Though
3: question number two: How many people has John Jones knocked out?
1: Hmm. I mean, truly knocked out instead of TKO'd. Yeah. Uh, not a lot. But once again, that you're talking about a John Jones that didn't just add literally forty or fifty pounds of muscle
3: if the reports Ryan. are true. And when was the last time he did that? Well, against DC, right? But um, right. he TKO'd him. But, um, no, nah, man, listen. This is why this is, I think, that John Jones even, no matter what he says, he's afraid. This is why he said to Dana White, nah, you know what? You're disrespecting me? Give the fight to Derek Lewis. I don't want it anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, part <laughs> of the shit? problem... Part of the problem, I think, is uh, I, I, I hate to say it, uh, and it's kind of weird considering his age. I think John Jones' best days are already behind him. I think, I think it, so, it, too. If, if he wanted to be a true heavyweight threat, he should have done this like five years ago or six years ago or seven. You know, And granted, heavyweights have a lot uh, longer shelf life than the other classes. But his last two or three fights have made me think he doesn't have what he used to have. So I don't know if moving to heavyweight will solve that problem or not. In and certain ways, it will. In, in certain ways, it will, because other than you know Francis or 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 and a couple other guys, he's going to maul most of the heavyweight division.
3: Listen, listen, I'm not going to take anything away from John Jones. He's probably top three of all time because I mean he's undefeated. He's taken out everybody and uh, had all these title defenses, but going up to heavyweight. Okay, how do you think John Jones does against Steeping?
1: not well i don't think because for all the same reasons that you just gave uh for why he wouldn't do well against francis um here's one
3: here's one uh, he goes back down and finds john glahovich
1: oh didn't he oh uh, that's right i thought i said that he did that already but that was uh that was a style bender that did that um I don't know. I you know, I don't care about John Jones fights. To be honest with you, I mean the the one fra- <laughs> the one with Francis was was kind of kind of interesting just because it was you know a weird thing. But I don't care if he fights anymore. I mean he can go ahead and retire. Like he's him, uh, fucking Henry Cringe Judo or whatever the fuck his name is. He can retire. Like they yeah. they say he's coming back, and I don't care. Yeah, but he's John
3: Jones wants fifty million bucks to fight Francis and Donald because he said that's what he's worth.
1: Oh well, that might be true, but he's not going to get it. That's, there's no way that the, US, the Well, there's no way the UFC would would uh, go with that precedent because they, they if they let him manipulate them into paying him that much, then the, the, they're just setting the blueprint for every other fighter in the
3: UFC. He, you know why he said fifty million? Because he doesn't want to fight this guy. Huh. He knows it's fifty million to get his ass whooped. His first loss, <laughs> he'll have a loss on his record. Man, it's not going to be pretty. Man,
1: I can barely hear you, dude. It's like you're... Oh,
3: oh sorry. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take off, but um, yeah. Has anybody heard from Stipe? That poor no.
2: guy. Yeah,
1: he, he he released a statement, but I didn't read it because I assumed it was going to be written in like how he speaks, which means I wouldn't be able to understand a fucking thing about it.
3: Yeah, he's going to even talk more slurred after that. Uh, nice good guy, job. though. I mean, good for him.
1: Yeah, part-time fighter taking the bell. Good for him,
2: you know? but anyways yeah all right well i appreciate you calling in man uh, Call in again when you're doesn't
1: sound like you're you know got your phone shoved up your ass
3: <laughs> Yeah, i gotta go
2: <laughs> I
1: have a good one boss thanks yeah so um i just i don't i just don't care about john jones anymore which is a shame it's once again, if you get to know too much about the people that you follow uh, in the public world, sometimes it's a bad thing. Well, hello, little dog. Yes, you can come. Even though it's way too hot for that shit. Ah. all right, so uh, so you know that that's what what's happened with a couple of few people that I used to like uh, in MMA. Follow them on Twitter for a little while and go, oh, dude, this guy's kind of an asshole, and stop following them so i know better than a lot of them i told you guys the other day that i still like ronda rossi instead of, in spite of all the stuff from the ultimate fighter and all that good stuff but that doesn't mean it didn't affect how i think of her i like her still in spite of that you know but it uh it did tell me a little bit more about who she is as a person which i didn't really like <laughs> right. but yeah anyways we were talking about the uh, uh ghostbuster saying that looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun that's gonna be out this fall um I hope they do a better job of it than they did the one they did a couple of years ago with the all female reboot which I didn't watch uh didn't see any point in doing it at all and not because it's an all female thing just because the reviews on it were horrendous you know over uniformly uh so I had no interest in seeing it because the first ghostbusters is like one of my favorite all-time movies uh, I I remember Growing up, seeing the trailers for it, you know, really hoping that I was going to get to see it at them in them at the movies. Did I see it at the movies? There's, we didn't have a lot of money grow up, and so I barely ever went to the movie theater. But there were like two or three occasions where uh, my uh, mom relented and took us to the movies. Was that one of them? I want to say Batman was one of them, the first one with Michael Keaton. And then, then later on, when uh, we were like old enough to be dropped off like 12 13 14 and left at the movies and then i started got to see a couple few movies uh because it was good uh what they considered good babysitting (laughs) yeah Uh, mom could drop you off at the movies and go get the shopping done and pick you back up afterwards you know the daytime matinees weren't too expensive but uh yeah i think batman was one i saw in the theaters i want to say uh ghostbusters was one i saw in the theaters um not a ton of other ones. Most of the other movies that I remember from my childhood were you know from VHS. <laughs> like uh when I was a young teen, probably 12, 13, 14, 15 uh, range, my favorite movie in the world was Highlander. Uh you know, we I thought it was the greatest movie ever made. And Christopher Lambert was an acting genius. <laughs> Tron Cat, so he wants says, I want drive-ins back. Yeah. God, I haven't been doing a drive in probably 40 years, maybe something like that. Um those were fun. Yeah, I remember i told you guys that before. The very first movie I ever saw was uh at a drive in as opposed to like a you know an inside theater. It was a double feature. Uh Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth century and Jaws. And I which and it was before nineteen eighty, so I think I was probably in the five or six range. <laughs> which is a, li- a little young to be watching jaws and i and i've told you guys before i think that's where i get my dislike of the ocean uh i don't have no desire to swim i don't even like lakes it, you know wa- uh, outside water is just kind of gross <laughs> you know the uh, the ocean wouldn't be quite as bad as far as like grossness but still there's all kinds of things swimming around in there that i don't need to share water with you know um The Great Lakes are pretty much like the ocean in in that part where they're not really gross. Because when I say uh, lakes are gross, uh, I'm talking the smaller ones, you know. Yeah, I just have no desire to go swimming in in a lake. If I want to go swimming, I'll find me a pool. I uh, am slightly envious of people that were like into water sports that lived on the ocean, near the ocean. So like surfing, that always looked like it'd be fun. Uh, it looked like something I'd be fucking horrible at. I have a poor sense of balance at best. So I think surfing would not have been an option to me, even if I was by the water, uh, and kneeboarding, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, jet scheme looks like it might be kind of fun, but still, I don't know. I probably, I mean, I, I enjoy driving my car crazy fast, you know, and, and like an idiot. So I imagine a jet skiing might be fun. I've never did it. I've I've been told it's really super duper fun, but I tried. Uh, let's see, inner tubing behind a boat. That wasn't fun at all. I don't I don't know why people think that's fun. It was basically me sitting in several different positions on a uh, on on an inner tube, trying to figure out ways that I'm not going to get water in my face. <laughs> so wait a minute, this little dog wants down. You want the, down, little dog? Huh? Yes, no, maybe. Yeah, You should go ahead and get down. We'll see what the other dog's doing. You know? Keep an eye on her for me. Yeah, so no, uh, uh-uh. skiing, water skiing, or actually even snow skiing. All nopes. You know, clumsy people don't get to uh, uh, do stuff like that. Yeah, and I guess my height would be an issue for some of that stuff. Uh, and like winter outdoor activities. Fuck, whoever, snowmobiling, goddamn dude. <laughs> Like, like you want to go out in the snow that bad? I don't know. Some of them are nice. I understand you can spend a shitload of money on a snowmobile and have like heated, uh, like, uh, um, handles, you know, for you to hold on to, and like heaters that blow heat on you while you're riding around. Uh, some of the really expensive ones, I guess. <clears throat> Once again, still not something I'm interested in. Skiing? Nope. Neither downhill, downhill nor cross country. I've got no desire to be outside in the snow for any longer than I can possibly uh, be.
2: I said phrase that wrong, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, did you ever consider practicing something
1: until you overcome clumsiness or do you diminish every with a, a skill or do you dismiss everything with a skill on the one? Oh no, no. you know, I've tried, I found this out the hard way. I there's many, many things that I practiced really hard to try to get good at. And uh, <clears throat> it just uh, it just doesn't work out. <laughs> You know, um, at one point, I, as you guys, I've told you guys before, I, I play rocksmith. Uh, you know, ba- my bass on rocksmith, it's kind of like playing a bass, but not really. Um, and I posted, and I posted videos before, and you know, people were like, "Why are you posting videos? It's not even a real bass." And and I tried to explain to them, it's because I'm proud of the fact that I can actually do that. And and people like, "Oh, see, you are good with your hands. You can do stuff." I'm like, "You don't understand." I've been doing this for eight years, and I'm not as good as someone, most of the people I see that have been playing for like six months. <laughs> and part of that is that I only used Rocksmith, so I'm sure if I would have went and got private lessons or something like that, that might have been helpful. But the point being, it took me eight years to get to the the like the manual dexterity level, that it took other people six months. I'm quite aware of my limitations when it comes to like working with my hands and things. Uh, I just didn't decide not that I wasn't going to be good at it. I tried for years and years different stuff and you know and it's and it's not like i'm i'm i don't consider it giving up on stuff it's called knowing what your limitations are you know what you're good at what what you're not good at i know the things that i'm good at i'm good at speaking to people i'm good at interacting with people uh i'm good with numbers um i'm good at memorizing numbers that sort of shit uh and then there's things i know i'm not good at i'm not good at working with my hands uh i fuck shit up and for for years i just went ahead and tried and tried for it anyways and did the best that i could and the result that i ended up with the vast majority of the time was that i fucked it up worse and then i had to have someone help me not only with the original task but also with the fuck up um so there are just things that i know i shouldn't fuck around with Uh, i'm not going to do them well and that's okay it's okay to know your limitations it's not there's nothing wrong with knowing you're not going to be good at something and not attempting it there's all types of people that fucking don't do their own taxes yeah, you know, but I don't hear people reading them. Oh, you don't do your taxes, fucking. You know, if you really, if you really tried, you could do your taxes. You know, that's that's how I feel when people tell me that. You know, oh, dude, if you just tried and practice more, you get better. Well, no, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, my reasoning for why I don't bother to try certain things.
2: Reasonable, I believe, right? Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got. Oh, here's the thing, man. Um,
1: Adam Hunter, who was on our show uh, last week. um, If you go look at his Twitter, something he's doing today. On each and every tweet that he tweets. He's also including a message to a guy named Brian Armstrong, who apparently works for uh, coinbase which is a wallet for holding Bit- tur bitcoins because apparently he's had like some bitcoins in that wallet for a while now that he can't access uh they sent him a email a while back saying that he would be that they couldn't get him his money now and we're talking like you know fifty thousand dollars worth of coins uh now but they would be able to get his stuff by spring you know and now it's spring and they're not answering him so uh which is some bullshit obviously uh, so i've been retweeting this stuff and pointing out that these are a clearly horrible company that you don't want to keep your bitcoin with hopefully we'll hopefully we'll shame these dudes until giving them his money left, uh, giving him his money uh so because that's a lot of fucking money and that's one of the reasons why i don't really fuck with uh um bitcoins and stuff like that because yeah it, lots of people are making a lot of money with it but it's it's unsecured there's all kinds of like fucking shysters out there look at this dude that's fifty thousand dollars that he's probably never going to get back i might be wrong about how much he's got in there because at one point i thought him saying thought i saw him send him a message saying that uh that his the, the value of his coins have dropped fifty thousand dollars since he asked to get them out which would make obviously make it a way more significant amount of money so regardless, even if it's, even if it's fifty thousand dollars, yeah, I I can't imagine how upset I'd be if uh, if I thought I had fifty thousand dollars secured someplace and went to go get it and I couldn't. Um, and that's just with Bitcoin. With, with all these other ones that are coming out now, these digital currencies, um, they're even more less secure. Rather, you know, even more things to worry about. I mean, what do you guys think? Are any of you guys into the Bit, uh, Bitcoin thing? Is anybody making tons of money? It seems like the people that own bitcoin are the greatest proponents of bitcoin uh because it seems like when it comes right down to it it's kind of like a pyramid thing uh uh, all these people that own bitcoin are encouraging other people to buy bitcoin because the more people that buy bitcoin the more the price goes up so at some point or another there's going to be a tipping point where it's not a people buying bitcoin it's going to be people selling bitcoin and when that happens, and God knows how far the, the the money will run up on it, then you'll see a shitload of people lose a whole bunch of money. And it, at the end of it, Bitcoin will probably be worth some reasonable amount. I don't know. It, 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 I don't know how it could go. Uh, and I guess that's why they call it speculative trading, because you know uh, you're kind of making bets on whether or not it's going to go up or down, just like any other stock. Uh, I just, I just no, I just have no interest in risking money on it. Uh, don't get me wrong, I w- wish I would have uh, risked money on it like 10 years ago when it first popped
2: out, but uh, I had had no uh, confidence in it was even going to be a thing. There was a, uh, a meme going around. Um, I don't even, don't
1: even know if it's true or not, where it was like the prize chart for like a uh, Counter-Strike. I can't remember, what, some gaming tournament. And, like, first prize was, like, $250. Second prize was $100. And, like, uh,
2: third prize was 50 Bitcoins. (laughs) I probably invested in mutual funds and don't make silly frivolous purchases. No, that's the kind of thing that I
1: I do. I make silly frivolous purchases. I don't make expensive ones. Uh, But
2: uh, that's my thing. I like buying silly ass shit. like i feel like i should buy something silly right now my
1: last few purchases have been relatively frugal and sensible and i'm unhappy about it i bought a new air conditioner this morning (laughs) it won't be here until friday which is a shame because it's hot as fuck in here now uh i don't have central air in my house we have we use window units uh
2: normally we keep one in the living room and one in my bedroom um and the one that i use for my bedroom is stinky
1: we, we we used it last year, but I wasn't happy about it. I, I don't know how. Uh, I put it in the garage like I do every year, but this uh, last year when we fired it up, it sounded, smelled all musty and and moldy smelling. So we took it apart and uh, wiped down all, all the parts that we could get to and sp- sprayed bleach water and, uh, into into the vents and parts that we couldn't get into. Put it all back together, uh, ran it, and then like two days later, it started smelling funny again. So we, we tried cleaning it several times and... It, it was still like not awesome at best uh, but I didn't want to spend the money on uh, hello little dog different little dog once in my oh come here uh, but we didn't want to spend the money the air conditioner because last year was you know the the first year of the entire quarantine fucking nobody's working nobody's making money thing so I I thought uh that uh hello little dog. Uh-huh. yeah dog yes see you uh, so I thought that buying an air conditioner would probably be a poor idea. When the other one works, it just kind of smells funny. So that's what we did. This year, I'm not putting up that shit. So it wasn't expensive. I think it was like 250 bucks for a 5,000 B2U unit. My entire house is like okay, it's like 950 square feet. So a window unit in two different rooms will normally cover the entire place pretty good. So I it a little bit. I need you to settle down. There you go. That's better. Get the dog to settle down.
2: Oh, let's see. What else we got to talk about here? Let me swing on over. Oh, someone talked about DDP yoga, which I'm getting back into, which I recommend for anybody,
1: by the way. DDP Yoga is uh Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. It's he's a wrestler uh from the eighties or nineties or some shit like that. I don't I don't know. I didn't watch him wrestling, but it turns out he managed to come up with a pretty good exercise system. He developed it because he had severe back problems, and he noticed yoga had helped some of it, but not all of it. So he developed a system using uh, yoga forms, isometric resistance, uh, and calisthenics um, to help uh, to help rehab his injuries. And turns out, being able to use it to rehab your injuries makes it also useful for people to start working out that have had problems starting with a traditional workout system normally because like either they're injured or they're really out of shape you know or this that and the other and one of the nice parts of his system is that everything he's showing you how to do is highly modifiable to make it easier or harder so the same move depending on, on you know how you position yourself or how much effort you put into it can either be really easy or really hard um and that's something that honestly I kind of needed when I first started doing it because when I had my little midlife crisis at 40 and decided I needed to get in shape uh I was ridiculously out of shape I'd never been in great shape I'd just been skinny so uh I definitely needed something like this to get me started uh I tell people if you want to you can branch off into other types of working out but if you have if you're not working out at, at all this is definitely the one you want to start off with and For me, it's really great because I have back issues, I guess, I think, which is, I think all tall people have, and it's really good for strengthening your back muscles to prevent injury, because here's the thing, that dude's back is fucked, he's, he's like missing the cartilage between like a whole bunch of his different spinal things, like it's all fucked up and shit, but he's made his back muscles so strong that they support those areas so well that he's not in pain anymore, you know, and, and he can move around normally. Because even though his spine's fucked, you know, his, his the muscles around it, you know, basically help him out. Um, and that's, uh, you know, th- that's awesome. It helps me quite a bit. Um, I ended up having to put some weightlifting into it because, you know, it, it'll add a little muscle because you're doing things like push-ups and such. But if you're a skinny person to start off with, you're going to stay a pretty skinny person. So uh, I branched off into weightlifting weightlifting just to add a little bit of muscle uh which which helps some. I'm I'm still thin, but it's uh it's better than it was. Um and so now I nowadays I I'm I've kind of given up on being in super good shape. I'm just working out enough just to, you know, not get worse than I am. So I, I do yoga 2 days a week and
2: lift weights 2 days a week. It's not a lot though. Um But and I'm fine with that. I I
1: have stomach issues. I've told you guys about it. I'm I've been losing weight for the last six months. I'm sure that'll level off at some point, or or I'll die one of the two. So, but oh, in the good news department, I told you guys I was worried about my lungs because you know I'm all coffee and wheezy, uh, and I had my lungs X-rayed like a couple of weeks ago, and and it didn't say anything about my big any issues at all. Said so everything was awesome, which confused me because I'd had. Uh, an x-ray a year before that, that said I'd had like uh, pulmonary inflation indica- indi- 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 indicative of uh, underlying COPD issues or something like that. So I thought probably I had a problem. So I asked the doctor about it the other day because uh, they called into, despite the fact uh, I that I saw the x-ray last week by going to my health records, today. Uh, yesterday was the day the doctor called to talk to me about that. And I mentioned to her that issue and I was like, "Well, why is that? I thought maybe because they were checking for you know cancer stuff, they they might have saw something like that and just not mentioned it because that was not the purpose of the x-ray. And she told me, no, that's not the case. She goes last year you might have had a cold. ah uh, you might have uh, you might have smoked uh, uh, just before getting your x-ray or something. She goes, but yeah, she goes, if it was there, if you were having issues like that now, they would, they put it on it now, regardless of what they were giving me the x-ray for. So that's good news. Despite the fact that my lungs sound like shit, apparently they're perfectly healthy. <laughs> I've just, I must have just like allergies or something draining into my lungs, making me cough. So that's my next thing. I think I should probably go see like an allergist. That's the thing, right? Uh, I know, I know there's doctors that check out allergies. I'm just not quite sure the name of them and see if it, what I have going on. Because I've been having too much issues for it just to be, oh, he smokes too much pot. So he has bad sinuses. Because, like, I will, uh, I'll have fucking, I'll be at work. Be hanging out at work. My nose has been clear the entire day. And then, like, over the course of five minutes, have it close up like a vice and then be bad for, like, the next four or five hours. I hadn't smoked pot the entire day. Like, I don't smoke pot before I go to work. So I've I've been up since 4 a.m. My nose is fine. My nose is fine. Then, like, at 10 a.m., closes up. Well, clearly that's not because i was smoking pot like when, when, i understand you know like, like my nose will be clear and i'll smoke some pot you know like my sinuses will get stuffed up i understand that's because of smoking pot but have it randomly close up in the middle of the day clearly there's something else going on uh i uh i don't know if uh it's i guess i hope it's not grass allergies that'd be ridiculous wouldn't it no it can't be because i've been having it for the last six months you wouldn't have those kind of things in the winter Maybe it's a dust allergy. I don't know. Maybe I'm allergic to myself. But it's happened in different situations. Um, you know, they're like, it'll, it'll happen when I'm at work, when I'm at home, and like different, like at the, at, uh, while I was out to eat the other day, it just closed up for no reason. And I have no clue why. it be, it, it actually uh, it's your body's reaction to the clean, filtered air at your work. <laughs> that's true they do have all those fancy filters and cleaners and stuff to protect us from the covid uh, so the air at the work is the cleanest it's ever been but it happens at other spots too i, I don't know why i uh it's it, clearly it's something i should go see a doctor about i've told you guys before i'm just sick of doctors i'm just tired <laughs> of going to them i've been so in my life's three years doctor 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 for this doctor for that doctor for this doctor for that <sighs> Um, well, oh, here's the thing I told you guys before that, uh, my testosterone doctor had originally given me 200 milligrams for every two weeks for my testosterone replacement therapy. Uh, and, but then he checked my stuff and said that it was too high and he's going to move me to 150 milligrams. Well, I didn't want him to move me cause I felt great. So I, I, so when I got the bottles and saw it still said 200 milligrams, I was like, well, I'll just go ahead and you know go ahead and keep on doing that. Hold oh, on a second, I got to put a dog down. Hold on, I'll put you down. Hold oh, on, don't struggle. Well, imagine, to my surprise, when the other day, yesterday, I decided I was going to have to start cutting the dosage down to what he recommended because I have to do a blood test in May that he's going to check out and we're going to go all this good stuff. So I was like, you know what? It, I should probably kick it down to what he asked for, at least for a month or so so I don't have crazy numbers when uh, he checks me. So I uh, took the uh, bottle and I'm pulling it into the needle. And watching the milligram things and imagine now imagine my surprise when it stopped at 150 milligrams <laughs> so i've been taking the correct dosage for the last six to eight months uh, i'd never looked at it when it said the box still says 200 milligrams on it so i assume that's what it was so um and it turns out i was taking the right dosage the entire time i just never looked to see that it was only going up to 150 milligrams instead of 200 like it was before yeah, I just gave myself the shot yesterday. The week before, the two weeks before that, I did not get a full shot. And I could tell um, my uh, wife had moved the one of the needles I needed, and I wasn't able to draw most of it into the, into the uh, needle. Um, when I do this, there's a little bottle of testosterone, and I have you know, the syringe with the needle on it. But I also have a secondary needle that I use first. I take off the needle that's on the syringe because it's a long, thin needle and put on a shorter, thicker one. Because uh, the uh, testosterone is a little is, is syrupy, it's thick. You want to have a the 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 bigger needle has a bigger draw on it, so you can e- so it's easier to pull it up into the syringe. So that's what I normally use. Um, my wife had thrown away the last of mine I, without uh, realizing it, so I, I had to try to draw it in using the thin needle, and I couldn't get most of it there in there. I barely did half of a shot, I think, uh, and I could tell. Um, I could tell, uh, like by yesterday when i was taking my shot i was just fucking the, the two or three days before that i was tired and lethargic i just wasn't feeling life um so i highly recommend uh anyone who's over the age of 40 uh guys anyways go get your testosterone checked. there's a good chance that it's low um and i didn't have like any ridiculous indications that it was low yeah you know, i still gave the wife good loving every every two or three days fucking you know um I was active and all good stuff but when they test my testosterone I was at like 311. Uh they say the normal range for a guy between the age of 18 and 80 is somewhere between 250 and
2: 800 I think they said. Um so I was in the uh, normal range but the
1: very low end of the normal range like my when they say normal range you know is 300 that should be normal if i was like 70 you know at 40 i should be in at least the uh five or 600 range if not this you know, if not a little bit higher um so despite the, so that's why he go ahead and threw me on the testosterone so you don't have to be abnormally low if you're on if you're just on the very low end of normal they can help you out and i've in general, I've had a lot more energy. I just feel a lot better uh, in general. Um, you, you don't have to you know, like be a crazy workout person to be on the therapy. Like there's a guy, uh, one of the security guards at work, a portly guy. Uh, but he's, he gets a testosterone treatment. He gets it once a month. Um, and he also says every single guy over the age of 40 should be taking testosterone. It's a huge difference in your life. It really is. Um, you, even if you don't feel bad you know because i told that to a couple people like oh i feel fine like well you might feel better you never know you, you it's pretty easy to get used to uh something sucking uh to the point where you don't even realize it sucks anymore so that's the moral of the story is go see your doctor <laughs> despite the fact that i don't want to go any more doctors i'm t- so te- oh. all right give me a little dog you're lucky you gotta keep face. oh <sighs> yeah despite the fact that me not wanting to go any more doctors so i got this next one in may uh uh, bad news, though. I thought I was totally done with the cancer doctor thing, but they told me that they want to have me checked out again a year from now. I guess that's uh, um, probably a good idea. But I, I, but I thought I was done. I thought I didn't have to get tested anymore. I was really happy about that. I mean, once a year, it's not a big deal. But it's it's so it's not the actual going to do it. It's the symbolism behind it. I wa- I wanted to say that
2: I was done, and I'm and I'm and I'm not done. So, oh well. Yeah, that's right. Summer down, little dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Reading the uh, chat box. Well, dude, if you don't like me, you don't have to hang out. <laughs> that's pretty easy, too. I, know, I never understood that. Go on, little What are you doing? All right, go ahead. Yeah, I never understood that people would want to hang out to, and listen to someone they don't like. <laughs> it seems uh, kind of counterproductive to me but well, it doesn't matter to me either way, really. All right, let's swing back on over to the old uh Twitter. I'm sure we can find at least one or two more things to talk about. Although I have realized I don't have to do a fucking hour. If I can get bored and
2: run out of stuff, we can stop any time. <laughs> uh let's see. Have any of you guys I told you guys all that you needed to go watch the uh the Falcon and the Winter Soldier
1: and um and Invincible. So I'm assuming you guys have, right? You guys uh, are going to watch that, right? I mean, why wouldn't you? I, I need someone to watch it and call in about it. I've told you guys before, I want to nerd out with somebody about that shit. My wife doesn't nerd out about that kind of shit. She'll watch it, but you know, <laughs> I had to laugh. Um, she pretends like she likes this stuff and she wants me to save, to watch it with her but I'll catch her slipping. Like we watched all of the episodes of WandaVision together, except for the last episode. Um, She, something happened and she was, going. I can't remember what it was, but she wasn't able to watch for three or four days. So uh, I went ahead and watched it and then just waited for her to say that she was ready to watch it. Like two weeks later, I was like, hey, did you ever watch WandaVision? She's like, no, I was supposed to watch it with you. I'm like, it came out two weeks ago and you didn't say a word about it. I thought you were going to tell me I go, that you thought I was going to tell you that the weekly show we are watching is, is out on that week. <laughs> so, so yeah, she clearly didn't really care. So similarized tales is you didn't watch Marvel or DC shows. I don't watch DC shows cause, uh, they all routinely suck. And I hate to say that cause you know, like all those CW shows, and I wish they didn't suck. Um, the, it'd be, they'd be fun shows, but I I just can't take them seriously. The the production value quality is so shitty on most of them, uh, that I can't even get into the fact whether it's a good show or not, you know, just the way they look. Um, the, like the flash was a big one for me. I wanted to love the flash because flash is one of the few DC characters that I find interesting that, you know, the entire super speed thing, but, uh, his movie, his TV show is just, bah. It's the same thing over and over again. Over I watched the first season or and a half, I think, but then I realized it's going it's the same thing over and over again. And once I ran every time I randomly check it, it's the same thing over and over again. Flash needs to get faster. That's the plot of every show. He either gets need he either needs to get faster to pull off some new flash trick that they're doing, or he needs to be faster because the new villain is faster than he is. Those are the two things that, that run that entire show faster to pull something off or faster to beat the new villain and that's it um and after a while it got pretty fucking boring <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't know if they just couldn't think of any other good plots for him or why they decided to go that direction with it but look it up you'll see it's true <sighs> all right let's find one more good thing to talk about greetings from canada <laughs> I never know if that's, if that's the real grad one or grad one or not. I've seen like 14 different versions of them throughout the different shows. So what do you guys think? We'll end up a little MMA stuff. So what do you guys think about the fact that uh, Dustin Poirier, did I say his name right? Probably not. Uh, Dustin Diamond passed up on a title shot to uh, have a third
2: fight with uh, Conor McGregor. Um, That strikes me as just weird. Uh, I I guess he thinks it'll be a bigger fight, but it's hard for me to take him seriously
1: at that point because I see him making comments to, like the other lightweights and and things like that on Twitter. But he uh, but he passed up on a title fight. That's just strange. I don't. know. I guess Conor McGregor would be more money, right? Sure all right i'm done <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna string it out the seven i don't really have anything else to say and there's no reason for to have you guys listen to me just say fucking stupid shit for 10 minutes right <laughs> i want to thank you guys for listening i appreciate uh everyone i appreciate every single one of you that's right uh we're gonna be back tomorrow at six o'clock to do this all over again oh wait we're not done we're not done you know why because i'm gonna uh, play you guys a song to close out the show that's right why not right i I picked out a song I wanted to play and didn't get along with it, didn't get around to it, so we're going
2: to play it now before we get out of here. Hope you guys do not mind. And if you don't like the show, if you don't like the song, well, you can leave because that's
1: the end of the show after that. Come on, you can do it. There we go. Yeah, that's a great song. I'm a big fan of Tom Petty. At least a couple few of his songs. Uh, Amazing! It's amazing how well he did, considering he's clearly not really a great singer. (laughs) There's been a couple few people like that that have had great careers despite despite the fact that singing is not really their strong suit. Anyways, that's about it for the show. Uh, We'll be back again tomorrow at six o'clock to do the shit all over again. Um, Hopefully, you guys can join us.
2: Until then, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune
0: for the OG Fuck the OG Fuck the OG Fuck the OG I Wild E T Yeah